We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Presented by Under Armour. Welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou. Only 13 games. Only 13 games till the deadline, my friend. That's a hell of a start. That's a hell of a start. Well done. Well done. That's Warriors, what I needed, actually. Warriors lose 141-105. Yeah. More disgusting than the Raptors game. Uh, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on this. One of them is... They need Chris Paul back. Uh, can't be. But, your, that can't be your first thought. That that's that's ridiculous. I mean, they lost my forty. My first thought on this team is gutless, lifeless. Yes, I yes. want to see. Yes, I never want to see most of them. To be honest, with you. <laughs> yes, and yes. I, yes. If anything, it's it's yes. not that Chris Paul was holding them afloat for some sort of greatness. It's just like you can at least appreciate the fact that the man had them playing. They didn't look like this with him. You know, they've given so up. Give they've him. given up. The team's yeah. given up. That's, that's what it is. They're, they're not trying. They have no energy. They're not executing. There's no game plan. This isn't just the players. This is coaching staff. Coat locker rooms tuned out. Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr is not doing anything out there. Steph is, is done. He's not even, I mean, he, you can tell he's lost the belief in this team, um, as he should. Um, he's not playing well. Um, it's just top to bottom, Sam. There's nothing. Uh, Chris Paul, you mentioned. Draymond Green's the, the guy that really that, – that's really? the guy that really brings it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we can go down the roster right now. We're going to focus on a few guys the next hour in this show. But uh, you just go up and down the roster, everyone. I just named a few. Kaminga talks a lot, shows up, hasn't played well um clay whatever at this point and uh looney's looney's cooked um wiggins i mean come on i should have brought him up first he's i mean he's worse than cooked are the warriors gonna have to give up three picks to get off that contract it just it, it's just it, it's they're done they're done so it's a little sad but i've never seen this team give up right i, I think maybe that's more interesting topic i've never seen this team give up uh in our lifetime and uh i think they i think it's official samuel i think they've given up this last week, they've given up. Our guy, Vig Nash, hard. Viggy Fresh, over at GSW <laughs> Fast Break, asked the question, is this rock bottom for the Warriors? It's a simple question. Yeah. But yeah. it might be. Yeah. It really does feel like uh, we'll see what happens at the trade deadline. We officially have 28 days till we get there. It's four Thursdays from now. Most of you are going to listen to this Thursday, the 11th. Um, masochists listening to Warriors podcast after that game. I love you all. For yeah, we we appreciate you. Love you. That. But anyway, uh, four weeks from now is the trade deadline. We'll know if the season is worth saving by then or not. But it does kind of feel like, man, four more weeks. This could be rough. Could be very, very, very rough. Because I was assuming they were going to sit around 500 till the deadline and then they're going to make some moves and we'll see and we'll see where that goes. But at this point, they're in very, very big danger of just like a pure free fall. And 
you know, if they're fifteen, if they're ten games under five hundred at the deadline, what do you really expect them to do? Uh, right now, that's they're like, three games that's like, under. That's like my biggest fear. Like, I, if they're three games at the deadline, that's not really anything. That's 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 a hot weekend, and you're back in it, right? That type of thing. But my biggest fear is like, man, they fall apart, and the deadline doesn't even matter. Yeah. So the this is not the rock bottom. To answer Viggy's question, I take it back. The rock bottom is them free falling on this road trip, losing all five, going ten under, like you're saying, and then they they get off uh, CP3's contract, they get off Wiggins's contract. Hell, they get off Clay's expiring, and and uh, they start over, right? They 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 don't have the pick this season. I mean, that's rock bottom, right? I don't really want to do that, that scenario tonight, but that's that's, rock the, that's the other part of it. It's like, there's not really a lot of incentive for them to uh, quote unquote tank and figure it out next year. They don't have a pick. Yeah. Though you could say trading some guys off this team is, is actually it, better it, it than might, keeping yeah. them. Yeah. It might make them just better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's not rock bottom, but I, I've just, it's hard for me to watch a team like this uh look completely like they hate playing with each other look like they hate playing for the coach uh look like they don't believe that they're good enough i mean they're they're look at the we got the box score up in front of us right now on playback and look at just just look at the first quarter score it's 46 to 27 in the first 12 minutes of the game to turn the ball over seven times in 12 minutes the pelicans make open I don't know, jumper how, after it, open jumper right. They made their people first are, five threes. People are like, was, oh, they're hot. They're not hot. It's all open. Anybody yeah. can make those shots in the NBA. Anybody that has any self-respect can make those shots. Honestly, anybody has self-respect would play some defense. But, I mean, they just – they come out and they've given up two times in a row. Fans are booing them. I know we talked about this last show. Um, I never feel like Bay Area fans boo teams. It takes a, a lot. And uh, booing is crazy from the comments. Booing is crazy. Never, ever see that. And that's that's really where the Warriors are now at now. They're getting booed by their fans. It just doesn't happen. This is in Philly. This is in Boston. This is in New York. You're getting booed. That means you're really shit. You are really shit. And man, nothing they nothing they did since last season has changed a thing. Yeah, nothing. Draymond's not here. Clay's Clay's not a leader. Clay. Yeah. Talented player, one of the best shot makers of all time. Whatever you think of his play right now, he's still selfish. And it doesn't actually lead anyone. Um, Steph's pouting left and right. I don't really know what to do with that in general. And then Wiggins just a loser. Like, just, just a fucking loser. That's what he is. Like, get him off this team. I'm, I'm so done. I didn't really appreciate the Warriors trying to lie about how good he was in the past the entire time, but he did play well, disappeared on the team last year. And it's just eh, enough, enough that 2022 was the exception. It's not who he is. That's how I feel. Even if he gets his shit back on track, he's not a reliable person. He should not be one of your four highest paid core players, period. No, yeah. that's that's just how I feel. Like, well, I he won't he he won't be on the team in a in a couple of weeks. So <laughs> I don't I can't imagine it getting any better for him here uh, on the Warriors. He's gone. I wanna, I wanna Sometimes it's there. Far more often, it's not. And I remember last year where you know guys within the organization had to educate me and tell me to calm down a little bit because I knew he was having family issues and God bless him and his family. You certainly don't wish anything uh, uh, to go wrong in that regard. And I'm certainly not going to get specific because that's his business, even though I heard details about what transpired. But my position was, well, you have a job and I understand you have to be at home, but in the same breath, you know, I'm sure you leave home to make sure that check is cashed and let you hop on a laptop to make sure it's in your bank account. You're getting paid. Okay. And if you, and if you're so, if you take the money with such ease, then you should go to work with a level of ease as well, as opposed to missing chunks of the season, even if it is for personal problems. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but Stephen A. Smith sums up how I feel on the, on the entire matter. And I'm just going to leave it at like, I'm just, I'm tired of agendas. 
across the board with this team. This entire team is just like it's hilarious how we talk about how like they have such a great culture and like Clay is out here chucking for a max contract he thinks he's gonna get. He's not gonna get it. Draymond. <laughs> I mean, do I even need to go down that road of the issues there? And then Wiggins, we were talking about it. Like it's just unserious. Just burn this thing to the ground. Yeah. That's where I'm at with them. That's where I'm at with all of them. They're all unserious in any capacity. And if you feel like I'm taking it light on Steph, I'll say this. Steph doesn't do stuff that makes us do this, but like he looks broken to me. He looks like he's finally fed up and like quitting in a way that I haven't seen him, which to me more than anything feels like, man, this team just needs to be broken up in some capacity, well, like change. Like I was joking about we're 13 games away. Just get us there. Just switch it up a little bit. I don't even know who needs to go. Just switch it up. Um, I wonder, this is the part where I wish if you're Steph, it's probably better to do this with three games left to go, um, before the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. Cause it's, it's just, I I've seen, we've seen LeBron do this maybe 10 times, just quit right. on his team for like, it does feel like a LeBron team, right? Right. Like that's, that's, that's what it is. Like he'll just, LeBron would just quit on a team for like, for like a week or two at a time, basically saying, Hey, change something because I'm not playing for these guys. Um, it's a little tough now. You thread the needle with, with 13 games. The thing with Steph is he's not he's not like that. He, he's not like a LeBron. He's not going out there and saying, like, all right, I'm purposely going to quit. I think he's just he's, – he's completely worn down is really what it is. He's worn down physically and mentally. Um, there's not much – like, if this was a game seven tonight, like, he could go out there and he can get his 40 and he can drag him to a win. But even I think that's too much at this point. All right, we got a pretty – wow. Well, point. I want to ask you this. So from friend of the show, Shana Rubin, Steve Kerr in this post-game press conference just now said, I think we're lacking confidence right now. You get to a stage sometimes you just kind of lose belief in yourself, and it happens. I don't know. What do you make of that? Oh, uh, He's right. He's right. <laughs> uh, he's right. And um, I think – I'd be curious to see while we do this show, Steph gets on the podium, what he says, because it really does feel like the first and only time I've ever seen these guys lose belief in themselves. You remember when they were down 2-1 to the Boston Celtics and Clay comes out and he sits there and he goes, yeah, this feels like that one time in Cleveland when they came back from 2-1 and won three in a row. Honestly, you and I sat there. It was just like, yo, he sounds crazy. The Warriors are smaller. They look like they're going to get run over these next slow. few games. Steph yeah. is hurt, right? Then they go out and win the next two games. And I don't know how. Clay hits one of the biggest shots there in game four. And uh, you're just like, man, these guys never, ever lose that belief. And for the first time, I think, in this this era, this Steph era, yeah, I, it's, Steve's right. I mean, they just they don't believe that they can win. They don't. And they shouldn't, honestly. They, But that's it's sad is, is what it is because they go into these games just – they have no chance. I mean, have no chance. Is, is like the question now, like – how do they hold it together to get to the trade deadline? Because it feels like a team that knows there's a shakeup coming. And I don't know how you feel. I feel very confident they're going to make moves at the deadline. Yeah. I'm not confident what those moves will be, if they will move them in a positive or a negative direction. Uh, you know, like there's a chance they make moves that you and I are unhappy about where they're like, it's over. We're just going to make moves for two years down the line. Right. Uh, I hope that's not the case, but like, that's definitely a possibility at this stage, but they got to get there first and back to back games where they're uncompetitive from tip off. Yep. And it wasn't in the you're overmatched in talent, although maybe they were, although I don't know if they were, to be honest, it was in the, um, <laughs> They just didn't show up to compete, man. Yep, yep. And that's twice because they did it against the Raptors too. Yeah. Um, and you can jumble up the starting lineup as much as you can, but you've got guys that don't want to be there. You've got guys that talk more than they should when they're not that good. Like, I'm, like guys that don't want to be there. Can we can we name them? Okay, Wiggins doesn't want to be there, right? Um, guys that maybe are a little 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 too big for their britches. Kaminga, for example, who if you're gonna talk like that, and I, I agree with him. 
can't come out, can't go out there and play like that. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And uh, then you've got older veterans that just can't play anymore, right? And you've got you know looking at guys like Clay who struggled against him, Looney who probably should be starting because TJD hasn't been great, but Looney's not. He's cooked. And um, you know it's just just it's it's a team that's um, it's a team I wonder this Draymond comeback is the injection that they need, Sam. But even I'm kind of a little even I'm kind of a little skeptical, kind of thinking. All right, Draymond comes back. Is is how much are things going to change? You know, is he just going to drag him back to being who they were with Chris Paul? Probably. Also, like, why isn't he playing anyway? I know the I know a lot of people are throwing this out there, right? It's just like Sam, like, what? Get your ass on the floor, ramping up, baby. Shut up. Like, what do we? Doing? I do buy. I do buy celebrating. He's not clearing him, but uh, I think he's just suspended a certain amount of games that they had to do this for show. Honestly. I mean, that's who I, I am. Will, I will. I will. I will say this. I. I. I'm. I'm not going to disagree with your theory. Like, <laughs> I hear it. I'm like, <laughs> plausible. It's plausible. It's not a. <laughs> it's not unlikely. The chat saying he's working off the Lobos. Like, I just don't know that I buy that he he could be that out of shape that he can't play like 20 minutes tonight. We know, was was he sitting in a tent doing therapy eight hours a day? Well, like what <laughs> what were you doing? You weren't going through that much, brother. <laughs> like <laughs> your life is not that hard, Jerry. Like just go play basketball, man. Get your, get your ass on the court, but whatever. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's uh it doesn't make you know. Hey, this just added to the list of reasons I'm annoyed. You know, uh, maybe maybe I come across more angry at uh at Wiggins, uh, yeah. and, and I can eat that. But yeah. it, I mean, it, I just roll my eyes at Draymond at this point. Like he, he and he's one of my favorite players of all time. And yeah. He's been seminal to everything they've done, and I'm just kind of like I'm I'm tired of this man. Figure it yeah. out. Figure it out or don't move on. But. Yeah, that's what I said. So I got a text from um from someone close to the team today, like not not like what not with the org, but she texted me. She was like, Hey, like, do you want like do you because I tweeted out on seven players, like seven guys are off the team. She was like, Who's the seven? And I and I named the seven, right? I'm like Chris Paul, Wiggins, um, uh down the line. And the last three, last two for me are Draymond and Clay. And she goes, Wow, those guys were off limits for you. And I was just like, at this point, like. I'm with you. Like, just give me a fresh lift at the trade deadline. Now I, they're not going to trade. Like Clay and Trademark are going to be on this team past the trade deadline. But like that is kind of how I feel. And I think a lot of the fan base, they watch this team and they're like, you know, it's not. I don't think people mind if they lose games, Sam. Like that's just kind of how father time works. Mm-hmm. But it's hard watching a team that doesn't give effort night in night out, and that that's when it becomes. People don't even want to watch the games anymore, right? That that's what makes it so difficult right now for this team is that like fans don't even want to watch it. At least if you're trying hard, it's competitive. I would argue maybe half the season's been like that, right? They try hard, it's competitive, they lose. Right now, they they're they're not even doing that. The bad news the bad news keeps coming. Moses Moody tweaked his calf. Literally the only positive point of the game what? was Moses Moody. He's gonna get an MRI. Maybe a calf strain, maybe not. Jeez. But he he's probably the player I root for hardest on this team just because I think he's good. I feel like he's been the ultimate victim of bad circumstances. And, of course, now he's getting his run and, you know, he tweaks his calf. And hopefully it's nothing serious. Uh, hopefully he plays on Friday. But, you know, anytime I hear MRI, I'm, I'm assuming you're not playing in, in 48 hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. you know. It sucks. He he was again one of the only. You know you know what I love about him beyond the fact I think he can shoot the ball and I think the only reason his three point percentage isn't as high as it should be is like yeah dude if you don't get to get consistent run you get thrown out there and you're asked to shoot the ball randomly like it'll hurt your numbers a little bit. Um, He just plays so hard and like he's not someone you have to tell to play hard. He's not someone you have to tell to dive for a loose ball. Like he intuitively does things that a player should do when their team is losing. You know, we've reached the 
I'm rooting for Moses Michelle. No, no. I, I actually think that you can maybe argue because he doesn't play very much and he's jerked around so often that that's I mean, you talk to a lot of professional athletes, which you and I are not, that, that usually leads to injury. It's like guys, guys need to play. Like you can't just come in a game, play you five can't minutes. Simulate it, yeah. Yeah. And then next game, next game tonight, all of a sudden you're playing 25. It's like it's not that conducive to getting your body in game shape, right? And it's part of the reason why Draymond isn't playing as much as I make fun of it, is because I mean, you he maybe he pulls a hammy or something like that. So that's another reason why he should have played anyway, whatever. But he's he's just fantastic. I mean, Mosenbudi's fantastic. He started the second half for Pajemski. I mean, they, they came out and didn't do anything in the second in the in the third quarter per usual, but mm. <sighs> all right. Pods Pods had a rough game tonight. Um ironically, as bad as Pods played, he led the team in rebounding. It's it's hard for me to be critical of Pods because he's another one of those guys where it's like even when he has a subpar game, he plays with the right spirit. That I'm just like, man, I can accept, I can accept this type of bad. I can't accept the type of bad I'm getting from like w- sorry Wiggins and Kuminga. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like it's a hundred percent. I mean, I, I I do think if you're maybe taking the other way, you, you could argue like this is the type of game that shows you like he's he's small, right? He's small and he's slow. Compared right. to a couple of these, like, he looks. He did look small tonight. There's, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm. I'm just gonna be. I, I'm an optimist that he can figure some of that out. But like, he looked small tonight. That's not yeah. a lie. I yeah, can't, I can't pretend he didn't. Sometimes, sometimes it happens, right? Like it just is what it, he's not the smallest guy in the NBA. Like he's not five eleven. Like just be clear. No. But like some nights, it's just gonna look like that out. Not there for him. But he's a rookie. Like I don't. I don't even want to like. I don't even really have anything to say. Six four, six four, and change when the hair is poofing. Uh, yeah. You know, but like that is that on a roster construct because now you're playing him next to Stephen sure. Clay, right? Like that that doesn't really make sense anyway. But then you you start Moody, but now you don't have enough ball handlers because Draymond's out. Blah 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 blah. It's just like a circle for this team. <laughs> it's yeah, just let's like get back to let's get back to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a freaking circle. The Light Years Podcast is brought to you by Under Armour. Steph Curry makes you believe you could do anything, and the. Curry 11s are specifically designed with ultimate balance, grip, and stability to allow everyone to do their thing. New generations of ball players are coming up, showing the basketball world that the old rules do not apply. The future is exciting, fast, positive, and hungry. This game, this NBA season, rock with your favorite player uh, and rep his shoes on off the court. The Curry 11s are perfect for both the committed and casual ballers. UA Warp Tech makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet. Locked in no matter what you do on the court. Uh, stopping your track with the dual density UA flow, cushioning and traction, emergency brake, you don't even notice. Steph's 11 signature shoe stepped into the second decade of a sneaker career, pulling colorway inspiration from the wonders of a positive and modernized future. On off the court, take these kicks with you when you leave scrimmage. Rep UA wherever you go. Do your thing. Change the game. Curry 11 Future Curries available now at currybrand.com. We are brought to you by. Our guys at Lucy. Lucy makes next level nicotine. If you're tired of buying the same mediocre pouches everywhere you go, stop settling. Switch to Lucy. Lucy is made by people who love using nicotine for grinding at work, late nights at the bar, or taking the edge off in the morning. Since they know nicotine, Lucy products have unique features like a double-sided lid that has a disposable area for your used pouches, premium ingredients and flavors, 100% pure nicotine with no tobacco ever, Hornacopia of strengths and flavors, mild 2MG, spicy 12MG, got your mint, wintergreen, uh, you got your tropical man- mango and pomegranate. That's where I'm at. Get weird with your espresso and apple cider, Sam. I feel like that's where you're at. So you know, the Lucy is a perfect desk, desk side companion, eight, whether it's eight hours in Photoshop during the day or eight hours on playback at night. Skip stopping at the gas station, order online at lucy.co slash lightyears. Use promo code LATEYEARS to get 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has a 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. That's L-U-C-Y dot C-O. Use code LATEYEARS to get 20% off and always free shipping. And here comes the fine print. Uh, Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You know, we got a new rumor today. I feel like this this is from friend of the show, Anthony Slater. You know what I think is funny about this? This rumor is built off of nothing 
other than him opining. Uh, you guys should check out Warriors Plus Minus. I'm sure most of you do. Uh, he was just talking about how Atlanta is moving in a kind of rebuildy direction and they could trade DeJounte Murray, who they just signed to an extension. The fit's always been uncomfortable with Trey Young. They've been really rumored. They've been rumored to be shopping him elsewhere. The Warriors' name has not come up. Uh, the way I took it and the way he said it was just kind of like, oh, maybe the Warriors will get in on that. Maybe not. I don't know. You know, just kind of like opining to names who will be there. My favorite thing is because he is a very reputable human and a reputable source, he throws that out there. And next thing I know, I see like huge aggregators going, Slater, saying, Warriors getting DeJounte. And I was like, that's absolutely not what he said. Not at all. But um, the internet's fun. So I thought it was great. I mean, um, <laughs> Slater doesn't mind. I mean, we know Slater. We've had show on the slow. Friend of the show, Slates. I don't think he minds. It's funny. I mean, I you know me with the Giants. I've been hanging on to every Giants rumor. They don't get anybody, but just they're always cur- just <laughs> kernels, uh, kernels of like he he enjoyed uh, he enjoyed his stay. He uh, <laughs> he went to Kokari. He liked the food. Did oh, you? Uh, we back. <laughs> did you see the Imanaga ones where they just, they said he was the front runner and then. Literally 18 hours later, he signs with the Chicago Cubs. So I, I love, I, I love it. I, I think it's it's good entertainment. I think if you're living and dying by it, it's good for the sport. Um, so I, I think all this is in I, fun, man. Like this is entertainment, I also, right? I also think if you know your team's not good enough, man, you need something to make you yeah, feel better. Exactly. And, and the Warriors aren't in free agency, but it, it feels like it. it. It feels like it because these games are not fun right now. Yeah, so They're so not. the NBA, I, I feel like I always talk a lot of shit about the NBA, but like they do this well, right? Like mm-hmm. they do the the rumor mill stuff really, really well. They do it better than any sport. Now football doesn't need to do it ever because they're they're about the game itself. But NBA, like they do they do the drama Shield. great. <laughs> the shield. Hey, um, where's your NFL hat? Where's your <laughs> you put the NFL hat on? Uh we should probably talk about Deshante Murray. What are what are your what are your uh your thoughts on this guy? Um <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. So I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. Every time I watch the Warriors play a terrible game, I can talk myself into any half yeah, decent yeah. player being a good fit. Like, do I think DeJounte Murray's who the Warriors need? No. Does he address some of their problems? Yes. Is he like who I would target if they were going to, uh, you know, metaphorically empty the clip and put a bunch of picks in? No, they no. don't really need that. But like, he is six five. He does have like a near seven foot wingspan. At his best, he's been a phenomenal point of attack defender. He can guard multiple positions because he's a big guard. Also, as a playmaker, he can get downhill. Uh, like an interesting player to put around Steph and Clay. Uh, not quite Livingston or Iguodala, but like better at certain things than those guys it's it's the same type of fit so, where you're just like this guy could be the the connector um, yeah, so no seriously so there isn't that the comparison right if, if they were looking at what they've been missing they've been missing a couple things they've been missing a guy that can play i mean pretty simply two ways right they don't have anybody that can do it jordan Poole could play one way now they won a championship with them but they had other great role players around him but jordan Poole is a missing link in that closing five because he couldn't he couldn't defend Chris Paul, kind of the same deal, right? Now Wiggins, actually Wiggins is like a no way player, but like for for stretches. But when he was good, as, right. as mean as that was, he he was he was good for elite, certain periods of time. Elite two way guy. So Dejounte mm-hmm. Murray feels like he's not Wiggins because he can actually dribble and play make a little bit, um, and he's not going to guard like big ass wings. But he's a guy that I think you can put next to Steph and say, okay, you're going to guard tonight. You're going to guard uh, Jamal Murray. Right, you're gonna guard Jamal Murray, and you're gonna handle the ball a little more because the Warriors don't have enough guys that can handle the ball because Steph still likes to play off ball so often. And so, I actually think it's a better fit than most people. Now the it contract is, is twenty six ish mil seven <laughs> for the next four years, right? So it's not like he's not. So it's this is a controlled, I guess, player, but it's not a. It's not no money. It's kind of like the Wiggins contract. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. But you always make this point. I think it comes back to this. If the Warriors make this move, I'm all in. Do it. Fuck it. But that can't be the only move. 
So I, I, I keep comparing yeah. to the Giants, right? The Giants sign Jung-Hoo Lee. It cannot be the only move. The Warriors trade for DeJounte Murray cannot be the only move. Because if it's the only move, you can't, you don't go anywhere. Like, it doesn't change that, the rest of the team. So who else are you going to get? But Sam, like just in a vacuum, though, I, I don't see why this would be a bad move, I guess. Unless they're giving away a bunch of picks. I don't know. Unless they're... No, I, I, I agree with you. If you're... Because, so, like, let's be honest about it. They don't think clay or steph are point of attack defenders they aren't yeah <laughs> they, are and they don't think they don't think it because they're not like that's they're not, not a yeah. no. they'd rather put clay on a kind of like a three who's a little bigger yep um uh, and so they need someone who they feel comfortable guarding the other team's lead guard Dejounte murray he's not recently played defense like that but he's a talented defense i know he can do it if he's in the right situation He's done it in the past. I, I He can guard a James Harden. He can guard a John Morant. He can do all this sort of stuff, right? R.I.P. John Morant. <laughs> uh, but you, you know what I'm saying? I'm like lead yeah, yeah, guard. No, I know, I know, I know. And then I feel like the other thing they need is a front court player who yep. can play with Draymond Green. Uh, and, and I think you can't change the fact that one signing won't do both things. Uh, but but in in my head, I'm thinking the same thing you are, which is like, okay, this is helpful. This is an improvement. It doesn't fix everything. And I think that's the interesting thing about the team right now, which is like, man, we entered this season feeling like they needed maybe one piece to get over the top. And because Wiggins, of all players, has regressed so much, it's now it feels like they need two players. So... Yes, no, so absolutely, yes. And so Wiggins is going to be out going out in these deals. I, I think the comments are saying DeJounte Murray and Pascal Siakam. Yes, I, I also, I also, I also like playing NBA uh, 2K. And that would, and, that would be a, that would be good for the team. <laughs> that would objectively, and, and throwing Jared Allen. That's what people are saying. Yes, yes, those would all be great things for the team. Just turn off, uh, just turn off the trade thing and just, just do whatever you like. But I, I do think, Let's kind of dive into what it would take to get to Shante Murray. You have a better feel for this than I do ever. But who would Atlanta, like, what would they consider as, okay, we think about it? You know, I don't know because this is such a new name at this point. He, uh, to your point, he's making basically Wiggins money, which in the modern NBA, this is not superstar money. This is above, it's in that middle range between role player and star money. Uh, which is probably appropriate for him, right? Like he's better than a role player. I'm not quite sure he's a star. Yeah. So yeah. kind of in that range. I would think you need to give Atlanta one of Kuminga or Moody because if they were moving off of him, they would want someone who is quote unquote younger, who fits their timeline, who um, they're trying to build around. I would think. Like, what is the contract Chris Paul's because it's an expiring so they can get off DeJounte Murray for the next four? Like, is that Maybe. what it is? Right? Or you move Wiggins to a third location so you can send an expiring the other way. Right. Right. And then you got to. And, and then there's another deal that you got to save. You got to save assets for another deal. Right. So you, you got to get. You got to get Siakam. Right. And, so. that's a, and that's the tough part. Is it is it possible that they can actually get both deals done? I don't know. Yeah, that that make because then now you're you're like how much do people value Moses Moody? Because you throw out Moses Moody, does Atlanta value him? It, it feels like to me. Is there that, enough between like Kuminga Moody? Yep. I'll throw pods in here. Right. Is that enough to do multiple deals, or are you just going to start throwing your picks for the future? Yep. Yep. In there, and that's kind of. I, I think they got to do both. I, I think they got to do all of it, right? I don't I don't imagine people value. I think people value Moses Moody probably a bit higher than than maybe maybe. Well, he's, people he's, think but, they're not help. They're not helping the case of making him feel super valuable because they don't play him enough. Yeah, like and then Kaminga, I think people might be lower. I actually think people might be lower on Kaminga than than Warriors fans feel. I, I think I think industry probably views him like. Mm. Not not this Canton's prospect. Steve Kerr says one of the coaches said this is the quietest team ever. They're lacking the necessary on-court communication. Without Draymond and Chris, it's really exposed that there's not much chatter defensively. 
we do have a very quiet group of guys with this particular team. That's not out of nowhere, and we probably need to pick it up. We need Draymond. God forbid you be the voice, buddy. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't, I don't doubt that like Kuminga, Trace Jackson Davis, and uh, Andrew Wiggins are not like the voice of authority. What do you think Eric Spolstra did with those guys? You think he'd just sit with his legs crossed, being like, "They're quiet." Um. Somebody suppose ours are go to our go to. <laughs> By the way, congratulations on his uh, new contract extension. Um, mm-hmm. Good for Spo. Uh, you said he's underpaid, probably. Um, there's no limit to how much you could pay a coach, right? So he could have gotten them. Given day. given the results they get with players who <clears throat> are marginal, like he should be making more than Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> Dejounte Murray. Uh, I mean, he's making. Uh, Somewhere between like loony money and uh and Bogdan Bogdanovich money. Bogdan. I don't I don't know, man. I feel like I'd rather have uh spoiled than those and he's not under the cap, obviously, but you know. Um somebody compared Steve Kerr to Phil Jackson, and it yeah. had me dying. You know, when when I think Pop was getting close to the end, he transformed the way he coached. Um, he transformed his offense. He won another championship. And you can tell the way that Steve is so stubborn with his ideals. I think it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, he he has a certain system, which is pretty similar to the triangle, um, that if you play in that system with great players, you are going to be unstoppable. And that's what mm-hmm. happened with the Warriors. He's always going to trust his leaders. He's always going to trust his veterans. If he has the right players around him. Not sure there's a better coach out there uh, for those guys. Like, I'm not sure if there's a better coach that could have got Steph, Clay, and Draymond, Iguodala, Bogut, those guys to be that good. But for this next phase of the Warriors, he does feel a little Phil where, look, man, like, is anything that he's doing matter? Like, does he have any idea where the league is going offensively or defensively at this point? Has he shown anything? That has us believing yeah. that he does. Yeah. And you can say maybe it's the players, but then we watch FIBA and it's the same thing with FIBA. Does it look like he knew what he was doing out there against teams that he was he was coaching a team that was way more talented than any other team? And he's out there playing Jalen Brunson at the four. So I, I can't imagine <laughs> small, ball, small ball five Austin Reeves. Dude, when he was playing Mikel Bridges and Austin Reeves at the five, I was like, I, I just I'm not. What happened? What happened what, to where, what, where went to my guy who played James Michael McAdoo in the finals? Thank you. What <laughs> happened to now? I'm not saying like that was, you know, I'm not, that was middle that ground. Was either. <laughs> there has to be. And so I just, I just, this isn't, you know, people get all, I feel like people from the outside get all pissy. They're like, he's won this much. He's won this much. It's like, I mean, things change, man. You got to, you got to base your, your, your perspective on people on, on what's changed and nothing has changed about him coaching the team that has won so much, but he's lost. Steve is lost. Speaking of dudes who don't change, Clay oh, Thompson, oh, when oh, asked oh. about the booze two straight games, he goes, what is he supposed to do? Lose sleep over it? <laughs> That's a great segue. Well done. I mean, that is a very Clay Thompson response to the matter. <laughs> 13 games, buddy. 13 games to the trade deadline. <laughs> 13 games. Jerry, get through 13 more of these. That's really where I'm at with this. We're going to do a countdown because I don't think anything's changing on Friday. 13 other than games. they play other than they play a worse opponent. 13 Who do they play on Friday? Bulls. Uh, Bulls have been playing pretty well. You know you know this. Kobe White's been awesome. Oh, if they're going to get sauteed by Kobe White, I'm going to be so mad. You don't think they will? You're I mean <laughs> I have no reason to believe they won't. You're correct. <laughs> the Bulls have been good. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You know they have been good. They have been good. Ah, That's what's annoying because they're not good. So. <laughs> well, Year's podcast. We uh, with 13 games left to go uh, before the trade deadline are brought to you by Game Time. You should not have to worry about when you buy tickets to your ne- next big event. 
Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guaranteed. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you actually buy it. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total up front so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy your tickets in seconds with two taps. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour after it starts for your uh, people that like showing up late. It's the place to find last-minute seats. With zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for big-time savings. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and roll for less, game time will credit you not 100%, but 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code LIGHTYEARS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-I-G-H-T-Y-E-A-R-S for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Good Geo hitting lead off. All right, let's go. What is up, guys? What's up, guys? You know, singing out. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I. <laughs> that's 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 funny. I mean, I honestly like I am exhausted, like mentally watching this team play basketball. Honestly, like my mental health really is going down every single game. Honestly, like I don't think like this team is not healthy for me. Or any other players, or, or any or any other fan, really. Like I need, like. Here's my thing, right? I don't see how they survive till February, because like, because honestly, it's honestly up to Steph, really. Because Steph looks like he's done, like cook, cook physically, maybe. Like I don't know, but like he looks done. Oh, so unless okay, Gio, he, you're wrong. I mean, yeah, but like, but the thing is, unless he like changes, plays better, honestly, like like I don't see how they survive till the deadline. Like, no, so you, you are you are correct. Appreciate the call, brother. Um, yeah. they do need to. Is the question like, do I expect a run? No. Can Steph keep him afloat for another two weeks? Jesus, respect no. Gio. Respect Gio. He's losing a. Losing his faith in Steph. I'm hurting. Can you hear me? There we yeah, go. what's up, up Tosh? Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm not lose. I haven't lost faith in Steph. I'll probably never lose that. But I definitely have lost faith in the old way of doing things. I think that's true for all you guys as well. And it's obvious to me that things need to change from the core. Like, I know you guys know how I feel about Steve. But apart from that, I honestly don't want to let Steph off the hook as well. Because he's the one who's wanted to go down with the ship. He wants to keep doing it the same old way. And if they neither Steph nor Steve are going to realize that it's not going to work, then we need someone from the front office to realize that. And like that may involve trading play, that may involve getting off of Draymond. I'm not saying that has to be the case, but or the most obvious solution to me is like letting Steve go, honestly. But <clears throat> something has to change with the old way of doing things. And it doesn't look like Steph, neither Steve want to do that. And it honestly, like, this is like a, in a microcosm, we saw this in 2021 or 22 when uh, Steph and the core wanted Avery Bradley, but um, the front office said no and instead got GP2, which moved to be a game changer. So they need something that on a much bigger scale, but they need that basically. So, um, yeah, that's all I want to say. Appreciate it, Peritash. Uh, I don't disagree with you. I Show me something, right? Like, I, Andy, I think you agree with me. Show me something creative for an office. I wonder, man, this 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 first trade deadline for Mike Dunleavy is going to be such a shit show. He's the guy's, got, he, the guy's got a lot of work to he's do. He's got a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. But honestly, it's not like he doesn't have the pieces. Now, he doesn't have like a great, I don't know if he has a great farm system, but he's got pieces. Oh, he's got a terrible farm system. Thanks, yeah. Bob. He's got pieces. Thanks, Bob. Shout out to Bob. Washington Commanders, baby. He's going to go hire. Uh, he's going to go. Who's he going to hire? I don't know. Whatever. He don't even have a quarterback. All right. Who's up next? Hey, guys. How are you? What's, What's up, Ebony? How you doing? Pretty good. Um, I'm Better not going to, you know, repeat 150 <laughs> things that have been said over the past, like, two weeks. But I wonder if... 
the expectations of Andrew Wiggins coming back is what is really like depleting this team along with Draymond, right? But like they expected Wiggins to like come back the player he was. And I feel like they've been waiting for him to figure it out. And I feel like that, like every lineup, I'm getting emotional. Every lineup that has Andrew Wiggins is garbage. And it's painful to watch him try to dribble into the lane and throw a baby hook that goes nowhere near the net. Like, I just, and I, I, I don't want to blame it all on him, but I do feel like it's, it's a huge part of, like, the struggles that the Warriors are going through because he's supposed to be a starter, right? And then you can't sit here and blame Pods and, and uh, TJD because they're rookies. Like, at the end of the day, like, you can't forget that they're rookies, right? TJD is getting blasted out of the paint every possession against the Pelicans. And it's like, well, he's a rookie. And he's trying his be- his best. Like, Rob Mahoney, he, po- he tweets every every game the Pistons play. The Pistons are trying their best. And I can't help but think that for every rookie that touches the floor for the Warriors, they are doing their best and they're doing a pretty damn good job. But anyways, that's all I got. Just, uh, I guess my question is, if Wiggins is traded, Draymond comes back, and they get one dude, does that fix most of these lineups, if not all? Who's the dude that you, before you go, by the way, great call. Yeah, you have a caller of the night, I appreciate yeah. you. But um, yeah, I, I want yeah. I want your answer. Uh, Andy's asking the question. So like, yeah. who would you consider the ideal target in your scenario where um they make one one big move it's not you know one big move um i think marketing only because of the ability to stretch like the warriors don't have enough offense they have due to play hard but can't score like, you know, you can appreciate that because every good Warriors team has goons, but it's like all goons right now. And it's really annoying. <laughs> so, and it's like, yeah, that was a great play. Great hustle. Good this. But like, none of them can hit 15 consistently. And I just think he can stand in the paint with guys like Balatunes and and possibly Zion, but Zion is also kind of like a shell on the court. But we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> Not our problem. <laughs> I'm just saying, I he just think like he would there. stretch the floor in a way like we haven't seen yeah. okay. any Warriors 5 play yeah. in years. Well, since like probably most fates, but yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, marketing's the gold standard, I think, for for what anyone one wants. That's the one. Um, funny story, though, the Utah Jazz are. Uh, Better than the Warriors right now. So it's hilarious to think. Who's not better than the Warriors yes. right now? That's the real question. As they're up 28. Four, four, four to six teams in the league. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe the Detroit Pistons are are, are, are worse. But even uh, they. I don't even want to talk about friendly this game. They took so. the Warriors to the wire. Um, what if we just trade for Wendy? <laughs> I don't know. Like throw everything. Just get Wendy. You'd have to throw Chase Center revenue. I don't even know what they're, I don't even know what they're doing, how they're doing anymore. Um, this is a dark, 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 dark path. I don't, I don't see. Unfortunately, I don't see marketing being someone that they can get. I think the closest thing is probably Siakam. I don't know if he solves all your issues, but then you're relying on. Well, he's playing like he's in the championship every game since since uh, OG got traded. Like now he's like one of the best scorers like he's had like at least 20 every game since og got traded because he knows he's on the block and it's like 
all right, but are you going to do that with whatever team you get to? I think he just wants out of Toronto at this point. Yeah. But yeah. Toronto looks pretty damn good, so they do look good. Maybe they change their mind. Oh God. As a Warriors fan, you hope not. But anyways, yeah. All right. Appreciate you, Emily. Have a great evening. Great call. Um, you seeing this stuff quote? I know you want to get to that. Yeah. Can I read yeah, this? Yeah, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll pull it up real quick. Um, oh, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Where are you reading it? Connor Letourneau, um, friend of the show, by the way. Connor, ah, mm, acquaintance of the show. Um, our guy. Uh, I guess he's at the game. I don't know. He still still covers Warriors games. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> that's why I took, it. I took it back i took it back hey guy anyway, uh whether he feels the warriors need to show up uh the front off <coughs> show the front office by the trade deadline that this group should stay together it's pretty evident that if things should stay the same that's the definition of insanity right do the same thing and expect the same result who Lestef. Yes. Oh, 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 does it not feel like a LeBron quote? Oh, my no, no, I just I that's so good. That's so good. I think I mean, this is why look, man, let's step better. (laughs) (laughs) I I've said this to you for a while i fundamentally i believe they will make changes by the deadline i'm just i'm not convinced they're gonna be good changes but i i think this team is a cancer i think it's moving in the wrong direction i think i don't think you need to be a genius like greg popovich or andy Liu to see that this isn't working i think it's pretty evident to anyone with eyes it's not working. I think the change is coming. I don't know what direction it's going. So for stuff to say this is just, just kind of like calling it's calling a spade a spade, man. I can't get over this stuff. Holy shit. Um, is this the first time we've ever uh heard Steph? Uh this it's pretty it's pretty freaking direct for Steph. Pretty freaking direct. Is... Yeah. We know he asked for Wiseman to get traded, but like he never came out and He's not throwing the kid under the bus like that. He would never do something like that. No, um, I mean, he's he's a team guy. Right. He's willing to give everything a go. And for him to say that, he's just going like, dude, it's over. <laughs> yeah, this, it's, over. it's over. This group of players, that's over. whether you like them or you dislike them, it's not working. So maybe, maybe you could you could make you could make an argument that. Because Ebony just asked this, and I think it's a fair question. What if they get Siakam? What if getting Siakam makes the game easier for Clay? Makes the game easier for Wiggins? All of a sudden, there's a slotting down effect. Everyone's like perfect, right? And like all of a sudden, wow! All they needed was one dude to just get everyone in order, right? Maybe, maybe not. But you're still back to the same point, which is you need something to change it, right? Like, and that's where I'm at with this team, which is uh, I'm not convinced one player is going to change everything. The chat's calling me Mr. Hopium. Uh, I think they need multiple moves, but I don't think anyone disagrees that they need a move. And that's kind of where I'm at. I would argue with you that, and this is not arguing with you, I'm just saying that the Warriors losing these games this way is actually a good thing because if, oh. if you oh. want me to go next level opium, Let you, Andy. Wanna, you know, you want to, you want to, you want to get the pipe clutch, ready and, and clutch, clutch Andy applying the pressure to, to Dunleavy, <laughs> you know, just really, really stick that in there. Really wrapped. I don't, I don't, I don't smoke, but uh, like it, it's, it's really, <laughs> <laughs> I don't smoke. so maybe, maybe snort it. But uh, what what is metaphorically? I know what is really good. If you were to argue, is that the way that they're losing this game, the the way that they're going about it, giving up and looking this bad, really forces Mike Dunleavy and and Joe Lacob, honestly, to really look at his team and say, like, we gotta do, we gotta do something. There's no let's hold, let's 
we just we just booed off our home court. Holy shit! We they literally Joe Jacobs Joe Jacobs going into the J.P. Morgan lounge and he's being yelled at by VC people going, "I spent how much money for this trash, Joe? If I wanted to watch this trash, I'd pay a quarter of the price and go to a fucking Giants game, buddy." (laughs) And then the Giants minority owners are sitting there like, "Yo, what are we paying for? Why do we actually know? I think they're fine." They, and they they're and their- they're all and they're all sitting there going, "Man, the maybe we should just all go to Niners games." This <laughs> oh my god! Like last week, they were talking about how how like, oh, we get Draymond back, we can we can we can watch this team for three more weeks. For a no, 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 no. I don't think anyone no one wants to watch this game for any more games. <laughs> no. Honestly. So no, 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 no. That's not happening. Um, so you know, maybe you should lose on Friday to the Bulls by 50. You know, really, really kick it up a notch. See, see how bad it can get before before oh we're in so so we've we've reached full wow, we're living the LeBron experience. <laughs> We're like, um, you got to walk to the line and make it so uncomfortable just so you can like be normal again, right? Yeah. Like that's that's kind of where we're at with this team, right? Let's get Eric Tachan up here. All right. It's like Sam drinking the copium with this DeJounte Murray rumors. Now we're getting Andy pretty much calling us old men with this like weed jokes and all get to see. Is Steph being washed? The Giants being absolutely garbage and can't get an Asian superstar to save our lives. I mean, you knew that okay. was gonna you knew that was gonna happen as soon as uh, as soon as our guy uh, Fox News correspondent say a Suzuki put the word out, you knew it was gonna happen. Yo. <laughs> it's like it's all full circle. We become what we hate. We all became the LeBron stands that we all hated since 2015. It's just. A beautiful form of chaos. It is. If any of the clutch agents are listening to this, they they get they win tonight. They get to they get to say I like to say you were right. I do not apologize for the slander that we gave throughout the years, but you were correct. Unfortunately. Eh. But we waited we waited a decade to get here. They got there like they get to Cleveland and they're demanding trades 18 games in. Relax, buddies. We are not we are not the same. I have subjected myself to 232 games of Andrew Wiggins on the Warriors. I am not the same as you. You know? So just, basically, basically 10 years of this hatred, and we're all at the same place. So nobody wins. <laughs> but we're we're more earnest about it. We're more we're more honest about it. So honest hoops, I, honest hoops. Love. I the will game. not give. I will not give them the W. Although I appreciate you saying lowest common denominator. We end up at the same point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but the one thing that I do want to like ask is like, since we're all just like hate watching the Warriors right now, it's like bring a little bit more positives, like. What's going on with your Niners, Andy? Is like everyone's getting like healthy and whatnot in order for this like fake run to lose oh, wow. in the Super Bowl to like Omar Jackson or like what's going on, my guy? I'm, I'm I think that the saddest way is the the Cleveland Browns Joe Flacco run. <laughs> yes, that is absolutely the saddest way. Absolute, get your heart ripped out again by a quarterback that I don't even think has ever been great. But uh, no, he just like randomly. Figures it out at the right time. <laughs> I don't even. I actually don't. I got a little bit of a hot take. I I, I don't think Baltimore's making it out of the AFC. Like I, I just. Uh, but whatever. I think, I think the Bills. The Bills have kind of get you. But whatever. Whatever. They, they are hot. I mean, it, <laughs> you know. Tasha, I appreciate you. My my. Uh, we're, we're gonna get our guy Jason Ponte on here next week. Yes, we've already got him uh, queued up. And God knows the way the the Warriors are trending, we may go more Niners than. <laughs> Um, how many teams in the AFC do you have to list before you get to an NFC team that scares you? That scares me. Right. It's a great question. So, so Baltimore, obviously, um, Cleveland, uh, I'd go Buffalo. I go the Cleveland defense. Obviously the Niners lost to them. You got to throw them in there. Uh, Buffalo, Kansas City. Kansas City. City. Yeah. Four. Okay. That's four. That's four. Um, not, not Miami, not, not, <clears throat> Some of these other Pittsburgh, not Pittsburgh, right? So, but that's four before you can talk to me about Dallas, which is like, or maybe the Rams, 
Like maybe you can toss the Rams out, but like those would be five and six. So you're talking about four teams. Okay. That worry me. That's that's probably where I'm at without thinking about it too hard. Yeah. Good for the uh, it's it's uh I mean they should run through the NFC. Yeah, Chaco and really KC. Honestly, it's not that KC's been good this year. No. It's that I just think the NFC sucks. NFC's terrible. I, I like I, sorry. The Lions, the no, Cowboys? No. I'm more terrified of Pat Mahomes just like having one day where you're just like, oh, oh, he's still got it. Then any of those teams figure because because it is because it is just is one game like right would you would you say the Rams are probably the scariest team for the Niners in the in the NFC? I might go in Stafford. Yeah, yeah, Rams probably right. Uh, I would I would have said the Eagles two weeks ago, but they've fallen apart. Yeah, yeah. The Eagles uh, I just I need like the Warriors. See, I, I need to see the Cowboys do it. I don't believe in them at all. Well, like the Niners bully those teams. That's the thing. Like. Right, like they just versus versus like they're the just Niners the worst bullying of the Niners. Yeah, exactly. Are the Niners bullying the the Ravens? Are they bullying the Browns? Maybe if they meet no. again, but they, no. I think I think I them. think it's fair to be, say that um, going into the NFC playoffs, the Rams are probably the hottest team. Um, we got a couple, the Lions too, which is funny. But we anyway, got a couple. Right. We got a couple Steph quotes. I'm going to pull them up right now. <sighs> yes, appreciate everyone here, and then we're going to end it on this. Uh, this is the second straight game that you guys were booed here. How does that make you feel when you hear that? Um, oh, he's pissed. Uh, I don't even know what to say about it because I don't want to be prisoners of the moment and understand. You know, we're we're obviously struggling. There's nothing to really cheer about, so obviously the cheering is booing. Might as well. Um, I don't take it any certain type of way. Honestly, I'm booing myself, booing our our you know team in my head because of the way we're playing. So you know it is what it is. Fans are going to react the way that they want. Um, it's our job to you know give them something to cheer about. And we have not done that. This made me feel better, Andy. I don't know about you. He looks like he wants to kill a human right now. And that's the energy I need to see. I, that's what I need to see. Uh, I don't think he can save the Warriors in uh, just just through sheer will, but I think he might be able to to win them a couple games right now. Does he not look like he's ready to just kill someone? Well, he's wearing he's wearing a a U neck white tee with two chains uh, under a light brown <laughs> like like zip up. I don't think he's doing very well, Sam. I think he's in a bad mental state right now. He looks he looks crazy. He does not look good. Or watch, uh, watch his eye. Uh, Just watch, watch, watch his face. Oh, uh, he's he's this is this is like a media professional yeah. being tested. He wants to hit someone in the face yeah, so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he took 20 seconds to answer the question, which Everyone here is a Steph fan. If you've known Steph forever, he's um, he's pretty boring. Um, no, he's so he's so good at giving you bullshit boring. answers. <laughs> he's he's. Gosh, I can't wait for the next three weeks. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm I'm fully bought in on the Warriors the next three weeks, and uh, I want to see what's gonna happen. Things will happen. Um, I don't know, Sam. I'm excited. I'm excited. Am I crazy? Whatever. I, I'm I'm with you. They. This is bad. They're not trending in a positive direction, but it does feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's like land that ship there and then see where they are on the other side of it. Uh, that excites me much more than whatever the hell we watched on the court tonight. Look at, look at his face, man. Looks this. I, this, is, this is what I need to see. It doesn't make everything better, but, you know, we'll end it here. Uh, all right. See you guys later. Appreciate it, everyone. Have a great evening. We'll be back as always.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.